0: Good morning, good morning. What is up, guys? It is September 8th. This is Mike Levy here with you at Goal Line Stand. And we are super, super pumped for opening day of the 2019 NFL season, which is upon us today at 1 p.m. But before we get into our NFL pregame show, let's go over the college football slate from yesterday. It was truthfully a pretty regular day Basically, saw all the usual suspects winning: Alabama, Clemson, Auburn, Oklahoma. Um, so it was pretty uh, pretty standard day. There were some tight games and some good overtime games. Um, the most competitive top ten game that we saw was uh, LSU versus Texas, six versus nine, where LSU uh, LSU came out on top. Um, They were both impressive. Both QBs were very impressive, actually, uh, throwing for over 400 yards and four touchdowns. Um, So it was was a very offensive-heavy game, a lot of scoring, fun game to watch. And in the end, uh, LSU, the Tigers, and quarterback Joe Burrows uh, came out with a big W, taking it back to Baton Rouge. Um, In terms of... The best performance overall. I mean, those two guys, those two quarterbacks definitely uh, for the day are up there. I'd say for the season in terms of leading the Heisman race right now, uh, Jalen Hurts is really looking to be the front runner. Um, Transfer quarterback, obviously, from Alabama, who was, uh, you know, had his position somewhat taken from him by Tua. And uh, ultimately, he transferred to Oklahoma and he is, uh, you know, balling. You know, he's, he's putting up statistically the best season. And the Oklahoma Sooners uh, look like they are for real again. And, you know, Oklahoma's always a great team, but they had their dominant years under Stoops. And then things kind of seemed to fall, fall off a little bit. But um, I think with Jalen Hurts at quarterback and the team overall looking excellent um and great coaching i mean they're they're a real contender again um usc also normally a perennial top 25 is not there this year but they knocked off stanford who is a top 25 team uh going into the season and uh they they upset them and didn't just win by one or two points they won by like 25 points so that was an impressive win by usc would like be nice to see the trojans getting back on top um and then there was a few good overtime games. Um I wouldn't say good in terms of the overall play. Uh Michigan squeaked out a victory past Army in overtime. They didn't play particularly well, but they got the win. And uh Colorado in overtime upset Nebraska, who was a top 25. Colorado was unranked at the time. So that was a nice upset for Colorado. And uh <clears throat> excuse me, another game that was an upset and also a great game I enjoyed watching. Uh was Maryland versus Syracuse. I was impressed with Maryland, and uh, they really took it to Syracuse, uh, who came into the game ranked 21, so that was another unranked team beating a top-25 team in Syracuse and the Orangemen. So those were the big upsets of the day, some overtime games, and, uh, of course, the perennial teams uh, dominating, as usual, Clemson, Alabama, and so on. So... Uh, the other major upset outside of football in sports was in tennis at the U.S. Open. Serena Williams uh, lost to a, a 18-year-old Canadian. Um, and, you know, Serena has had trouble winning in the finals recently. Um, she still looks like a dominant player. And, of course, this is a couple years removed from just having her baby. So, uh, And she obviously is not getting any younger like any of us. But so very impressive, still what she's doing. But she's trying to uh, chase that twenty fourth victory, I think it is, to tie the all time uh, women's singles record holder. I, uh, I'm gonna say I think it's, Everett, or I'm actually I'm not sure, but um, anyway, uh, she's been chasing that for a few finals recently and has been unable to de- to get there, so she's trying to get to 24 to tie it, then to ultimately to 25 to break it, and, um, you know, it may be a little bit of a, men- you know, weighing on her mentally, and, you know, maybe that's been part of the problem, it's, you know, physically she looks good, she looks strong, she looks athletic and, and in good shape, so... You know, I'm not exactly sure where she's falling, why she's falling short, but it could be somewhat mental in that pressure uh, of getting that, that tying all-time win. So um, anyway, now we're going to get into what we've all been waiting for, opening day, opening Sunday of the NFL season. Um, I know we had a Thursday night game, but uh, between the Bears and the Packers, it was really honestly a terrible game. And I don't think it's indicative of what the season that we're about to have. So I just want to kind of cruise past that one. The Packers pulled it out. It was a unimpressive performance by both sides, especially, uh, you know, Mitchell Trubisky and the, the Chicago Bears as, as a whole. I don't, they scored three points. They didn't get a touchdown. So, um, you know, it was, it was a very uh, mediocre at best game to watch. Um, and so we're just going to cruise past that. So here it is, guys, today's games and spreads. We're going to go down the line, uh, and then we'll get into, you know, some of the more major headlines and games. And I personally can't wait to see how all these storylines start to play themselves out on the field that have been going on in, in the off-field and in the, in the off-season. Um, and it's just going to be, I mean, with so many guys changing teams, Um, The Cleveland Browns looking like a formidable contender with Baker Mayfield and OBJ coming from the Giants and uh, Nick Chubb looking like the the clear, well, becoming the clear number one running back. So they look, you know, real, and that's. It's been a long time that anyone could say that the Cleveland Browns were an NFL Super Bowl contender, but going into the season, it looks that way. So I mean, that just one. You know, we talked about Antonio Brown yesterday. um, Another obviously top-flight receiver. We just talked about Odell Beckham Jr. Now in Cleveland, Antonio Brown now at the Patriots. you know julio jones re-signing with the falcons for big money melvin gordon holding out ezekiel Elliott getting his extension um jared goff getting his extension so there's a lot a lot of storylines and it's going to be a fun active season but uh let's go down the line now guys and just go over the games and the spreads and uh We'll go from there. So the 1 o'clock's, we got Atlanta at Minnesota. Minnesota, minus 4.5, now 3.5, actually, so that moved down. Over-under is 47. Washington, Philadelphia, at Philadelphia, that line opened at 8.5. It's now Philly, minus 10. That line moved up a bit. Over-under is 46. Um, Buffalo at Jets. Jets, 3.5, now 3. Point favorites. Over-under... 41. Baltimore at Miami. You got Baltimore opened up as a four-point favorite, now a seven-point favorite, uh, which is a very strong point move. And uh, if you're a betting man, I mean, I think Baltimore, that's a pretty, that could be a, a good play. Um, a betting man or woman, I should say. Um, and the over-under is 37 and a half. So uh, that's a big move and uh, a strong favorite on the road for Baltimore there. Uh, at four, well, excuse me, there's still some more one o'clock games. You got Kansas City at Jacksonville. Kansas City also a three and a half point favorite. That line opened at five and a half, so it's crept down a little bit, but they're still a road favorite. And Jacksonville looks like they could be a really solid team again this year. Leonard Fournette trimmed down, looking excellent. Nick Foles at the helmet quarterback. So that team is going to have a big turnaround season. And, um, you know, KC is obviously looking great with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and, you know, just all the weapons that they have. So Kansas City is the favorite. That line crept down from 5.5 to 3.5, but they're still over a field goal favorite. Um, you got Tennessee at Cleveland. Cleveland's a 5.5-point favorite. Um, there's been some talk in camp at Tennessee that um, Ryan Tannehill's actually outplayed. Um, Starting quarterback uh, Marcus Mariota. But Mariota is is the incumbent and is going to be the starter. Um, And this is going to be Cleveland's first test. And we'll see how they look with all this hype because they have a lot of hype around them. But, you know, they still got to go out there and play on Sundays. And we'll see how they gel together. This is going to be, you know, the first game of Mayfield throwing to OBJ. So. You know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, they should be great together, but, you know, no, no one can ever tell till the on-field chemistry actually happens on the field, and, and real games are being played outside of preseason and practice. So, that's an exciting game to watch. Uh, 1 o'clock, we also have the Rams coming from the West Coast to Carolina. Uh, the Rams are a small one one-and-a-half point favorite. That line is teetered between one-and-a-half to two-and-a-half. Um, it's a Still, uh, a respectively strong line on the road against Carolina. Um, Cam Newton, Chris McCaffrey. They're definitely, uh, you know, going to be looking to have a strong season. So that's a tough game. Uh, Detroit and Arizona at 4:25. Arizona is well broke at Pickham, and now Detroit is favored by two and a half to three, forty-six and a half point over under. Uh, Cincinnati at Seattle. Uh, Seattle favored by nine and a half. That's one of the larger lines of the day. People are still having their doubts about Cincinnati. Um, At least in Vegas, they are. Indianapolis visiting the Chargers. Now, that line broke at three and a half, but it's at six and a half now. Chargers favored over the Colts, of course. Andrew Luck, the big storyline, retiring. Jacoby Brissett taking over. Um... You know, I think this is a very tough game for the char- uh, for the Colts to win. But I actually think it's even at six and a half, and the line creeping from three and a half to six and a half. I think it's a it's a it's still a light line actually if you think about it because the Chargers, you know, the Colts with what they've been going through, losing luck in the way they did. I mean, I just it's going to be hard for me, and they're on the road. They're coming from you know. The east to the west time change. I just I think this is gonna be a tough game for them to win. I'm surprised that the Chargers are in at least a seven, maybe even like a nine, ten point favorite. So I would be suspicious of that line, and I would stay away from it because it's a very tough game to gauge. And uh, I think the line should be stronger. Uh, we got the Giants at the Cowboys, division rivals. Always a good game. But people don't know what to expect from the Giants um, at the quarterback position. People are still a little skeptical about Eli Manning, although he's looked good, um, you know, so far. And of course, they have Saquon Barkley, the, probably the best running back in the NFL, um, or, you know, debatable, you know, between top three guys with him and Ezekiel and, and Gurley. And, you know, that's probably the top three right there. Um, so... You know, it's it's a strong line for Dallas. They're seven point favorites, forty five point over under. Um, you know, Dallas looks like a strong favorite at home there. So, uh, I would probably go Dallas, but the you know the Giants do have talent, and so we'll see what they do and and how Eli plays. And you know, if he's not playing well, how much pressure there's going to be for them to put in the kid they drafted for you know in the first round out of Duke. So. Um, who has looked good. But I think that Eli's good. As long as he plays well, they'll keep him in. If he doesn't, there will start to be talk about it right away. Um, Finally, at 8.20, Sunday night, got a classic rivalry. Pittsburgh at New England. Of course, New England has been all over the headlines with signing Antonio Brown yesterday. However, he will not be suiting up and playing for the Patriots. He technically uh is not a patriot yet they can't the nfl doesn't sign deals on sundays and so technically he can't be signed till tomorrow and then you know probably i don't know if the physicals have been done or whatever but um he's not a patriot technically yet so he's not in the stadium and he's not in uniform and he won't be playing so nonetheless they are still a six point favorite at home on sunday night against pittsburgh pittsburgh of course Ironically, is the team that lost Antonio Brown. Even though we've most been recently thinking about the Raiders losing Antonio Brown, but last season and the last eight years, what I believe eight nine years, seven eight nine years, whatever it is, it's been he's been with Pittsburgh. So actually, Antonio Brown would have been playing his former team. The I mean, the 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 Raiders were really only a name. His former team. He never played with them, and his whole history has been with the Steelers. So. Um, interesting game that he's not a part of, but his teams are. So um, that should be a, a good game. And that's it, guys. We'll get into Monday night tomorrow. Although, actually, wait, I think there might be a doubleheader tonight. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, there's a doubleheader tomorrow night. So tomorrow night, Monday Night Football, we got a 7 o'clock Game Houston at New Orleans. New Orleans minus seven um, at home in the Dome, Superdome. Um, and then later on at 10:15 we have Denver at Oakland. So Oakland's been embroiled in this whole Antonio Brown thing, um, as well as the Patriots. I know he's been on the topic of our show recently for the last 24 hours a lot, but it, it was a it was a massive move in the NFL and something that has to be addressed and affects many many teams. Uh, with the fallout, and it just so happens that Oakland is playing one of their rivals, the Denver Broncos, in Oakland, um, and the line actually opened Oakland minus three. It's now Denver minus two and a half in light of the Antonio Brown situation. Uh, The turmoil in Oakland, I mean, that's a big line move, and uh, you know I think it's going to be a tough game for Oakland to win with all just I mean it 's just hard to focus with all that 's been going on and all the questions are being asked so um Denver could be a nice play there um, and that 's basically the games guys for today and the double header tomorrow Monday night football. those are all the games those are all the spreads gave you a little insight and uh we'll be back tomorrow to wrap up everything that went down today and tonight. And um, and and get into a little Monday night countdown, which is just uh, even more special than usual because it's opening night, and we've got two of them back to back, with uh, you know a lot of storylines to unfold. So, guys, enjoy today, Sunday, Monday. NFL football is back, and uh, couldn't be more pumped. Enjoy your food, enjoy your games, hope your teams win, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Take care, guys, signing off.